The Last Word with Matt Cooper. A little later than usual, it's time for our weekly health spot with Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care. And Brian, we're going to talk today about epilepsy, particularly epilepsy in children. So what is epilepsy? Epilepsy, uh, first off, an epileptic seizure is a very scary thing to see in your child. And it's one of those conditions that we all know about, but we don't necessarily know a lot about it. And epilepsy is a seizure disorder. Uh, where a child has recurrent seizures of an unknown cause. Now, children ha- can have a, a febrile convulsion. We've spoke about them on the, the show before, but that's very different to, to epilepsy because a febrile convulsion is something that happens to the body as a result of a uh, high temperature. Uh, as such, kids with uh, problems with their blood sugar or their electrolytes assault in the blood, sometimes infection or trauma, can all have seizures but epilepsy is a disorder of recurrent seizures with no real underlying cause and it's not uncommon it actually occurs in about 20 in every 100,000 children and uh, about half of kids will grow out of their epilepsy Well that was what I was going to come to it's not something that you definitely carry into adulthood is it? No, no some children will but about half will uh, stop having seizures as they get older and effectively what happens if you think of our brain the the electrical activity in our brain happens in a very organised way which is what allows us to move smoothly to speak, to see, to hear, to smell and what happens in epilepsy is there's a disruption of that electrical current and it can happen in a small part of the brain called a focal seizure or that electrical activity can spread throughout the entire brain which is a generalised seizure. Okay, so how does it present? It's a very, the thing with epilepsy, especially in children, is there's a lot of different presentations. We've all seen, or at least in film or in real life, where someone has a tonic-clonic seizure which is a generalised seizure where someone will fall to the ground and start shaking and they might lose their urine or bowel function and they'll, uh, when they stop shaking they might be a bit drowsy or postictal for about half an hour which is the classic type of epilepsy we think of when someone's having a seizure. But more commonly are probably these things called absence seizures where children will be sitting in the classroom or at home and they'll have these brief episodes where they appear just absent, where they start staring briefly into space for a couple of seconds, and that can take several times a day. Or you can have focal seizures where a child might have a very particular feeling or feel a particular smell or get a, an abnormal movement of smacking their lips or a recurrent movement of their hand. And what happens is all of these seizures, whether they're focal or generalised, they tend to have a particular pattern that can be um, really, uh, that's, that's kind of unique almost to each child. What do you do if your child has a seizure or if, if the parent isn't there, if they're at school, if they're in the playgroup, what does the adult do to help? The first thing, when we're talking about the uh, the scariest seizure, which is the tonic-clonic seizure, um, the first thing is to lay the child down on the ground and remove any nearby objects so that they don't hurt themselves. I've seen kids, unfortunately, lay down beside a chair and then maybe hit their back or their head off the chair. So you just want to give them a little bit of space. Trying to roll them onto their side to, ch- to prevent them from uh, choking on saliva. And if the ch- child does vomit, just to clear any of that um, vomit away from their mouth and loosen any clothing around the neck. 
um, obviously call for help. Um, if this is a child with known epilepsy, um, there may be some medication in the school to give the child. But if the child doesn't have a history of seizures, I'd be calling ambulance or getting them to call an ambulance. OK, what sort of treatments are there for epilepsy? Uh, when it comes to treatments, the general cause, the general treatments are medical. Now, not all uh, kids with seizures will require medication, but most of the time what we're given is these anti-seizure um, medication that prevent that uncontrolled electrical activity from spreading across the brain. And it'll always be prescribed by a specialist. And there are multiple different types of anti-seizure medication, and they will generally be focused on the particular type of seizure and it can be very frustrating for parents because they will often go online and they'll read about different types of medication. Some There are some dietary approaches that are appropriate for some seizures. Uh, some children will get a, an implantable electrical device called a vagal nerve stimulator and some children will even get surgery and it can be uh, the internet can be almost a dangerous place for patients with um, epilepsy if they're not in a, a because so many parents have so many different uh, experiences when it comes to the management of epilepsy in their children that they might read about a treatment that was very, very good for one particular child and they might hope it'll be helpful for them, and they, but it may not be. So that's why it's so important that the treatment for epilepsy is led by a paediatric specialist who can really guide the parent on the best treatment for that child. But then do you have to make the home safer for a child in case the child has a fit? I think it's going to be a case of uh, trying to be as safe as is reasonable. Like, like when it comes to managing a child with epilepsy, it's about being prepared so that we can educate parents and those who will be around the child on the t- to recognise the seizures and to know what to do. Um, of course, like being compliant with medication and absolutely uh, being uh, safe. Now, I wouldn't suggest making huge changes to somebody's home, but obviously if your child is going swimming, um, to be very careful and to make sure that they're always supervised and that's discussed with the paediatric neurologist to make sure that it's safe or some uh, activities would be safe to critical, say for a teenager who's maybe working with a Bunsen burner in school, that they don't, if they were to suddenly lose consciousness or lose control, could they maybe start a fire or hurt somebody that's beside them? So I don't think it's about making huge changes, but being aware of the particular type of seizures and the particular types of risks that would come with the behaviour of that seizure so that the child's uh, safety could be protected as much as possible while we're really trying to encourage them to live as normal a life as humanly possible. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.